Welcome to the Power of Prayer podcast. This program is a ministry of All Saints Church in Lakeland, Florida. Each conversation is unique because of the topics and participants who join the Reverend Kathy Hewlin in the discussion. It's our hope that by listening to these testimonies and discussions, your openness to hearing from God in prayer will grow and change the way you love Him, yourself, and others. Well, on this edition of the Power of Pair podcast, I am joined by Vicki Chastang, and the two of us are going to visit the topic of waiting that has been on yes. my heart, and uh, I think it's helped me to engage in this Advent season, but uh, there's all manner of ways that we wait, and uh, we just want to start to visit what, on that topic what, what causes us to wait, and then how do we do that well? What scriptures can we cite and quote? And then what are some just truisms of what we've experienced in life that encourages us? And then we'll close with some time of prayer. Mm-hmm. So, so Vicki, why don't we visit just a minute about things that we need to wait for, what we know we've experienced or that we hear in friends and family, things that they wait for. Well, um, frequently people are waiting for some type of a, a financial breakthrough. Mm. They are waiting for a dear one, a dear friend or a loved one to make a profession of faith, mm. to come to know the Lord. Um, they are waiting for physical healing in their bodies. Yes. Uh, perhaps they have a vision of something that they would like to do, and they can see it way down the road, but they're, they, they feel like that traveling that journey from A to Z, so to speak, is just way too long and way too slow. Mm-hmm. So that's a real test of our, our patience mm-hmm. and our faith and um, being able to press into Jesus in the journey. Right. And... Um, those are just some of the things that come to mind yes, immediately. Right. And those are all beautiful. Um, I think what I was acknowledging in just what you mentioned thus far is that the word wait then ends up having a feeling of, well, it's negative now, but we see some kind of positive in the future. We're hoping for something to be better. Yes. Uh, and then, so I think maybe in our conversation, what we'll um, try to unpack is how can the the word wait actually not have a negative feeling about it in the present. Yeah, that's a good one. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're challenged by that. <laughs> Very much so, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so it's really kind of a change of perspective. And uh, I've shared this in a couple venues already, but some writings by Henry Nowen, a priest, Catholic priest, uh, that he has expressed well ways to wait and that it, it turns it around so that there is something very hopeful in the waiting, that it's not even the end game of what you're trying to get, but just in this journey mm-hmm. of the waiting that he ends up conveying some words of hopefulness. So that's well, what I hope. share. Yes. <laughs> All right. So here's one entry, and this is from a book called The Path of Waiting, but this is titled Waiting Open-Endedly. I have found it very important in my own life to let go of my wishes and start hoping. So right there, he's already got some positive, right? Mm-hmm. It was only when I was willing to let go of wishes that something really new, something beyond my own expectations could happen to me. 
So just imagine what Mary was actually saying in the words, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Let what you have said be done to me. She was saying, I don't know what this all means, but I trust that good things will happen. She trusted so deeply that her waiting was open to all possibilities, and she did not want to control them. She believed that when she listened carefully, she could trust what was going to happen. And he goes on to say uh, some more on that about being open-ended. Um, but it reminds me of a conversation that we've had recently that you and I have had, and Susan was part of it, Susan Waldron. Um, but just when we, in our waiting, and as we give our requests to God, that then we're already going to respond with thankfulness. That, mm, yes. That yes. It's, mm-hmm. it's happened. And, and so then there's an open-endedness about there, that response because... Um, then it's just in God's hands. God, you are going to answer this, and I'm going to give this to you for the ways that that will manifest. And and I'm not going to have it all named out <laughs> with what that yeah. will look like. Right. And so that's helpful, I think, in our waiting to really find a way, and I, we all know it's hard, but find a way to give this to God, allow God to massage it and, and make it what it needs to be. Exactly. And not give him our blueprint. Mm-hmm and our plan Mm -hmm. for exactly how it should go. And, you know, in that waiting, um, we many times start to try to figure things out on our own. Yes. And um, as we do that, um, we begin to create a list of goals that we think that we should achieve to get to point B or whatever, wherever we're trying to go in that. And that's where we take it back when we take it on ourselves we because do. we're trying to, um, we're using our figure outer <laughs> instead of waiting on God. Now, faith without works is dead. And so we have to be in motion. Yes. Yeah, we've got to keep moving, putting one foot in front of the other and stay in motion. But it can't be the plans of man. It has to be the plan of God. And so that takes practice to sit back and to be open, to listen to God, to listen to the Holy Spirit and to those nudges um, and that God gives us, that the Holy Spirit sort of gives us to, hey, check this out. Hey, why don't you contact this person? Mm-hmm. Or, or um, we'll be driving, I think you shared with me a story not very long ago about trying to figure something out for to help someone, and you were driving down the road and saw a, a sign mm-hmm. and uh, followed up on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, yeah, we have to be attuned and alert and have our eyes and ears open, mm-hmm. eyes wide open, mm-hmm. but listening to God and not fretting and worrying and uh, anxiety and nervousness, I think, comes with us taking charge. Definitely. Where the peace of God is when we can release it to Him and just say, Lord, you show me what to do, what steps to take. Mm-hmm. That word anxiety is what came to mind, is that when we try to take it upon ourselves, then then we've come up with this map for ourselves, and then we're anxious for all those pieces to go together. Mm-hmm. And then when they don't, it gets worse. Our anxiety just keeps skyrocketing. Yes. And so we have to figure out how we can give that over. And we start saying. to think, oh, gee, I've missed God. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and we haven't necessarily missed. We've missed mm-hmm. ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have missed God because we've tried to do it. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's um, a lot of times people feel like the Lord is telling them to follow a certain path, and it doesn't look like they thought it was going to. And 
then they feel like there's a failure there. Mm-hmm. And that's not necessarily true. Mm-hmm. So it really is about living in the moment. Exactly. Yes, I think so. And and then being attuned to what the Spirit says in the moment or reveals things along the way. And then we just know that there's sometimes there are some dry spells. And so then you're just, just keep living as God has already put in place for you. Yeah, that's and it. So there's this other line um, from the same book, The Path of Waiting, but talks about this waiting being active. So um, he says, patient living means to live actively in the present and wait there. So waiting then is not passive because that's what some people do, but you've already acknowledged through scripture that we should, you know, we need to be active in our engagement with our faith. So we're going to be active in our waiting and it involves nurturing the moment. And then he gives this beautiful example, which is great for the season of the year, as a mother nurtures the child that is growing in her womb. So that's the way that we nurture this, whatever Mm -hmm. experience of waiting that we're Mm -hmm. having. Um, So that's, that feels very tangible to me to accept God in to my life in such a way that, again, it can bring peace to say, oh, I don't have to have this figured out. I just need to keep listening in the moment Yes, for what God has. And communicating with God. Mm-hmm. You know? It's okay to let Him know you're frustrated mm-hmm. and tell Him, Lord, I need your help. Mm-hmm. I need your help to walk through this time through this period, you know, I'm, I, I am just trying to do it on my own and I surrender that to you. Yes. I mean, that's so important just to be able to communicate because if we are having those feelings, we have a tendency to push them down and then we just pile more and more and more one Mm -hmm. on top of the other. Mm -hmm. Whereas if we can release it somehow and it doesn't do any good to release it to your best friend Mm -hmm. because they can't, you know, they can't account for God except to encourage you and tell you what the Word of God says and pray with you, which is huge. That's big. But in our communication with God and our pressing into Him, mm-hmm. um, we can share our feelings. And many times we'll get a little sign. You know, He'll <laughs> say, just want to let you know I'm still out here That's working right. for That's you. Right. I'm Gold still star, here. right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was wondering when you were going to come and talk to me. <laughs> Just sitting here waiting very patiently. Yeah. Well, I was looking at some psalms earlier, just thinking about this topic, because there's a variety of expressions, of course, mm-hmm. in the psalms. And uh, with what we were just saying, Psalm 130 comes to mind, out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord. So there, you know, be honest, be real, yes. right? Um, Lord, hear my voice. As the psalmist is expressing this, they're in misery, they're in frustration, please hear me, is what mm-hmm. the cry is. Let your ears be attentive, attentive to the voice of my supplication. So anything that you know, I'm asking for, God, please hear. And then if you, O Lord, should mark iniquities, Lord, who could stand? But there is forgiveness with you so that you may be revered. So then praising God, acknowledging the grace that we can receive from God. And then I wait for the Lord, my soul waits, and in his word I hope. My soul waits for the Lord more than those who watch for the morning, more than those who watch for the morning. So then imploring for all of Israel to hope in the Lord. But just, you know, that trust, that hopefulness, that understanding, okay, I am crying out, but ultimately I'm going to surrender to God and hope in Him. Like that's going to guide me through my days and help me to encourage others to do that as well. Another one... uh verse from psalm is weeping 
uh, weeping may come in the night, but joy comes in the morning. Mm. Um, and the night for me is symbolic of just the darkness that sometimes we find ourselves in. It doesn't necessarily have to be the 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 rhythm of um, the day, you yes. know, night and day, but um, just the the darkness, the um, despair, maybe mm-hmm. that we find ourselves in, mm-hmm. and our joy comes in the light of God in the morning in that. And his um his presence. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So maybe we'll pray for some folks because um sometimes on this podcast we, we talk a lot and we just have a prayer at the end, but I thought on this topic in particular that between the two of us we could just have a, a season of prayer as God leads us, as the mm-hmm. Spirit leads us to pray for those who are listening. There's one more scripture from Isaiah. Okay. About they who those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. Mm-hmm. They will mount up on wings as eagles. They'll run and not grow weary. They'll walk and not faint. Mm-hmm. And that is one that I have held on to um, for myself. And so, Lord, I would pray that if there's anyone who's feeling weary and they're waiting and frustrated, Lord, that they're beginning to just feel weak and in despair and despondent. I pray, Lord, that you would wrap your loving arms around them and minister to them, mm-hmm. that you would offer them an infusion of might that they could continue to stay um, in your presence and in the place of waiting, that you would give them your encouraging spirit that you would send others to speak encouraging words to them in whatever form, Lord. I pray for those who may be waiting for physical healing, Mm. that you, Lord, would bring them um, total healing, first Mm. of all, Lord. We know that you're our healer, that your son Jesus came so that we could be healed. So we ask that you would give them total and complete healing in their physical bodies, in their hearts, in their minds, in their spirits. Pray, Father, that you would give them strength to endure whatever time that they need to endure till they can come into the fullness of walking completely free from sickness or illness of any kind. Mm. And Lord, those who are lonely, I pray, Father, that you would send your presence, that you would put them on the hearts of others, Lord, just Mm -hmm. as you do so often, that you would put them on the hearts of others and that people would be attuned to your voice and reach out, Lord, and offer them encouragement and inclusion, Lord, those who are feeling left out, mm-hmm. that they would begin to feel inclusion, that they would feel that they are seen. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I pray for uh, folks that are thinking about family members mm-hmm. um, that are just longing for a contact from them or to see them fulfill um, whether it's making a profession of faith or some kind of um, professional um, 
maturation, that there's just this sense of longing and um, wanting to see something come to fruition and to blossom and to grow. And it's been a long journey. So as we've already prayed for strength and perseverance, I, I pray that for those that are longing for others, but for a sense of being able to give this over to you, to not hold the burden themselves, but to be able to release it to you, to trust you in this journey of maturation, whatever it looks like in their lives, and to be open to a variety of ways that you might manifest yourself. Um, so whether it be for um, saying yes to Christ and what that looks like in their lives, how they respond, or how they are able to move forward in a professional opportunity or in school, um, learning a new trade, um, or in ways that they respond to family. So in this season where people think about getting together and making those contacts. We just pray for um, small joys and victories that, that show ways that, God, you are working in their lives. So thank you for what you are doing and how you respond to this prayer and how our measure of hoping in you can help us in this journey of waiting that ultimately it's about our relationship with you and growing closer to you and that this waiting time forms us in how we trust you. Lord, help each of us in this journey. Lord, I pray for those who are experiencing grief, um, particularly at this time mm -hmm. of the year. And Lord, I know that grief is something that's with us always, but... It's so much harder sometimes um, as we come into the holidays, Lord. Mm -hmm. And I pray, Father, that you would comfort the, those who weep, mm -hmm. that you would comfort them in the sense of loss that they have, that you would comfort them in the empty chair at the table, Lord. Mm -hmm. It says that you are near to the brokenhearted, Lord, so those whose hearts are broken, at this time, Lord, I pray that you would be near to them and that they could feel your presence and your love and your, your peace, your grace, your mercy would be on them. I have a sense of having um, hands that would wipe the tears, any mm -hmm. tears that are there, and help wash the face with an anointing of God's oil. So God has to do that supernaturally, but mm -hmm. we trust God in that. Mm. Lord, thank you for your presence with us and for this season of hoping in you for your return. Help each of us to be able to um, have time set aside that we are attentive to this spiritual journey of waiting for your second coming. May that shape how we experience this season, how we relate to you and relate to those around us. 
And we pray all this in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, Vicki, thank you for joining me in this conversation. Thank you. We do pray that this blesses those that hear it and helps bring comfort and uh, focus on who God is in their lives. Amen. Yes. Thank you. Until next time, God bless you all.